This episode is brought to you by Aircraft Accessories of Oklahoma. When it's time for an aircraft component inspection, overhaul, repair, or replacement, you need experienced technicians you can trust and friendly service you can count on. Aircraft Accessories of Oklahoma, a family-owned business since 1959, delivers just that. Our techs have real-world experience and provide sales, service, and overhaul for piston engine aircraft accessories. We also have limited turbine capabilities such as fuel pumps, starter generators, and prop governors. And we can overhaul propellers ranging from fixed pitch to turbine. Propeller pickup and delivery service is available. And one more thing, mention this podcast to receive 5% off your next sale, service, or overhaul. Visit aircraftaccessoriesofok.com. This episode is brought to you by Genesis Aerosystems, a Moog company and leading provider of autopilots for rotor and fixed-wing aircraft. The Genesis STEC 3100 Digital Autopilot provides increased safety, decreased pilot workload, and is approved for over 200 makes and models. To learn more about the STEC 3100, visit genesis-aerosystems.com. That's genesis-aerosystems.com. AOPA presents Never Again... True pilot stories from the world of general aviation. In this episode, an oft-practice landing technique pays big dividends in the real world when smoke fills the cockpit and the engine self-destructs. Get the story in Smoke On by Lanny Tonning. Some years back, I had business in Las Cruces, New Mexico. I decided to fly down and spend the night with friends after my meeting. My home is in Albuquerque, but Raleigh November 60 Bravo Foxtrot is hangar 20 miles south at Mid Valley Air Park in Los Lunas, New Mexico. The Franklin 220 was running smoothly. Mag check, good. Carb heat check, good. Constant speed prop check, good. The 1973 Cicada Rally Minerva had about 1,300 hours total time and the engine had about 450 since a major overhaul had happened before I acquired the airplane. A light breeze out of the south and a runway 18 departure had me headed straight toward Las Cruces, about 200 miles away. It was mid-July, and even at 8 a.m. it was warming up in the high desert around the Rio Grande Valley. Mid-Valley Air Park is in the valley near the river, and the runway is still almost 4,900 feet above sea level. It's nice to have the big Franklin up front to pull the draggy stole airframe along, especially in the density altitudes we see here. I decided to head for cooler air above and was climbing to 8,500 feet for the cruise down. I had always wanted to fly. Unfortunately, my eyes were not military standard, and when I went into the U.S. Air Force through ROTC, I wound up as a tactical controller. So at least I got to talk to all the tankers, strike aircraft, rescue helicopters, defoliant dump trucks, forward air controllers, and so on, while I was deployed across the runway from the 3rd Marine Division's main base, just south of the DMZ. After my Dong Ha tour, I wound up at Cannon Air Force Base in Clovis, New Mexico. At last, there was a base flying club, and I signed up. I learned in a Piper PA-140 and a PA-235. My instructor was a U.S. Air Force pilot. One thing he stressed was making power-off landings every time the opportunity presented itself. Someday it won't be by choice, 
and you don't want to have to think your way through it then, he said. Flash forward. I'm about 12 miles south of Los Lunas, just past the rail yards at Berlin, New Mexico, climbing through 7,800 feet when there is a thud followed by a loss of power, the cockpit filling with smoke. The climb is no longer happening. Your basic aviation nightmare. I cut what little power remained and slid the canopy back a few inches to clear the smoke. No heat yet. It smelled like oil, but there was no apparent fire. I had just filled the tanks, and as they say, the only time you have too much fuel is when you're on fire. But no flames. Heart rate down a few beats. Now the rally's stole qualities might become important. I was going to land somewhere. Below me were farm roads, the old Highway 85, Interstate 25, and lots of fields. To the east across the river, miles of open land sloping up to the Manzano Mountains. To the west, more high desert and Berlin Airport about four miles away. Quick calculation on distance and glide ratio when I made a fast turn toward Berlin and got on 122.8 to declare the emergency and advise Berlin traffic that I was inbound from the southeast on a very non-standard approach to runway 21 and that I had one shot. After already making several hundred power-off landings in the previous 40 years of flying, the rest seemed strangely automatic, focused. Squeaked on the numbers with enough momentum to turn off at the first taxiway. Airport fire department, in the form of a young guy on a dirt bike carrying a fire extinguisher, met me. The smoke trail was apparently air show quality. Dents from the inside looking like lumps sticking up on the engine top cover were all the clues needed. The engine was done. Either a wrist pin had broken or the number three piston had broken. As the engine windmilled during the descent and landing after I closed the throttle minutes before, the connecting rod hammered the piston into something roughly the size of a hockey puck and then beat a hole through the cylinder wall. That allowed oil to pour onto the exhaust manifold, making all the smoke. It also broke the cam into several pieces and left about 15 pounds of assorted Franklin engine shrapnel in the pan as it flailed around. Other than that, the airplane was fine. I found an almost new PZL Franklin in short order, and some months later, the rally was back in the air and has been ever since. And now, every time I slide the canopy closed, I send a mental thanks to my U.S. Air Force Flying Club instructor. The Never Again Podcast is brought to you monthly by AOPA, the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. You can find more Never Again stories online at aopa.org by typing Never Again into the search box. While you're there, check out AOPA's mobile flight planning app, AOPA Go, as well as the many free training and safety courses from the Air Safety Institute. Find all of this and more at aopa.org. The Never Again podcast is produced by Royce Earl. Thanks for listening. Fly safely. Fly safely.